Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, fellow adults. Let's figure out adult life together. Because adulting wasn't taught in school. Listen to stories and questions and sometimes expert advice on Adulting, self-development, finding stability, relationships, health, well-being, and more Because It's an adult thing! Hi! Hi, everyone! <laughs> Hello, fellow adults! Okay, may video na kayo. <laughs> I know! Yes! We're it's recording like, via Zoom for the yeah. first time. Because we were using a different or... software before. And we namin ng isa't isa. We wanted to see each other. So it attached. We were just like this. We were just like this. Okay, so for, for this episode, uh, we've decided that our topic is book recommendations. Because sure, we were sure that we were and dami niyo nang nabasa or inattempt basahin. Inattempt, so, yes. Inattempt. Okay, so inattempt. <laughs> okay, so mag-recommend kami ng books. Tigilan tayo. <laughs> Tig, dadalawa. Dalawa. Tag, dalawa. Guys, sobrang effort for us na mamili ng tagdadalawa lang na i-recommend. Kasi mahilig kaming tatlo na magbasa ng book. So, we have lots of favorite books. So, to come up with just two each is Quite a task for us. So, sana magustuhan nyo yung mga recommendations namin. By the way, baka nga mahalaga yung book sa ating tatlo, guys. Mm, sige, Nika, ikaw. Ayan, yung dyan yan ka eh, no? <laughs> Galing mong mag-serve eh, no? <laughs> um, malapit sa puso ko ang books because it's an escape from the real world. Tapos you can go to different universes, worlds, countries, Kabilang barangay, charot. Through reading, parang it's the ultimate source of adventure and knowledge without leaving your bed, without getting sweaty or anything. True. Actually, kasi hindi naman natin, alam mo yun, may experience lahat at mapupuntahan lahat sa isang buong lifetime lang. Sa akin naman, ano ba? Ooh. Well, sanay kasi tayo ng parang, alam mo yun, mabilisang labas-pasok na information, videos, YouTube, mm-hmm. ganyan, with books. Sobra yung focus mo, alam mo yun. <laughs> Tapos, mas in-depth yung pag-discuss ng things. So, hindi lang siya basta isang article. Dini-discuss talaga lahat ka, sulok-sulukan ng topic. And yun nga, pag-fiction naman, sobrang yung, yung mundo mo, biglang, alam mo yun, biglang na-transport sa kung saan-saan. Ikaw, Carla, why are books close to your Sa akin, before, akala ko talaga, I hated reading. So, apparently, ayoko lang pala ng mga required readings. Kasi nung ako na yung may freedom to choose what to read, na-addict ako. So, ayun, important sa akin yung books kasi ang dami pa palang knowledge and wisdom out there na hindi tinuro sa school weren't even mentioned. Tapos sobrang laking bagay niya, sobrang valuable life hacks. 
yung nasu-shortcut ko or dalalaman ko na in advance na I, I won't have to to learn it the hard way through books. So, super valuable siya for me. Alright, sige. Bago tayo magsimula magbigay ng official book recommendations natin, mag-antay, mabilis ang warm-up. Let's play a short and simple game. Mga book-related questions that we will answer. Okay? Okay! Okay. <laughs> okay, first. What was the first book you fell in love with? Um, Norwegian Wood, Haruki Murakami. Yun yung book na first time na ang dami kong naramdaman. <laughs> yung first time ko na-experience na kailangan kong tumigil para lang namnamin yung naramdaman ko. Parang <laughs> ganun. So, yun. Ikaw, Carla. The Alchemist kay Paolo Coelho. Book reading report yon sa UPIS. I think siguro 14 or 15 years old ako. Tapos, literal na page-turner lang siya sa akin. In- ina-assume ko na after two, three pages, makakatulog ako. Hala, ma'am, lang oras na, basa-basa pa ako. So, nahook ako. Okay. First book I fell in love with was Harry Potter. Book oh. two. <laughs> kasi, kasi sa Neva Ecija, oh, hindi pa available yung book one. <laughs> Naubos. Out, oh. out, like, out of stock siya. So, sa book two ko naubos. Tapos parang, oh my God, I oh, want to be a cute. witch. Parang gusto kong magpunta ng Hogwarts agad. Okay, next question. Agad-agad. Yes. Okay. What book have you reread the most? Wala. I don't read books. Reread. Hindi ka umuulit ng basa. Hindi. Alam mo yun, nagbabalik lang sa ibang ilang pages. Nagbabalikan ko lang isang chapter uh, yung gusto ko lang maintindihan ulit. Pero reading an entire uh, book, hindi. Okay. Ikaw, Mom, si Carla. Sa non-fiction essentialism, sa fiction, I think, Ender's Game. Sci-fi. Ako, Harry Potter, Goblet of Fire. Book 4. To be specific. Nagtaw lang Re-read niya. Okay, okay. Re-read talaga. Re-read. Kasi dun yung sobrang dun na lumabas yung wizarding world kasi merong Quidditch World Cup tapos meron palang ibang wizarding schools kinigayan. So parang ah, mind blown. So, I keep reading it over and over again. Tsaka, doon nag-start yung landian nila. So, <laughs> yun. So, in short, yeah. landian. Oo, landian. And adventures. Yun yun. Uh, landian okay. adventures. Yes. Okay. Right Tama. now, during the quarantine, what books are you currently reading? Um, Writing Down the Bones ni Natalie Goldberg. Saka Fluent Forever ni Gabriel Weiner. Akech, yung ano, The Black Swan. Non-fiction to ha. It has nothing to do with the film, yung kay Natalie Portman. Iba ah, ko. So, The Black Swan by Nasim Nicholas Taleb. At saka, I, I took a break from it kasi dami ko iniisip lately. Eh, ang ano, sobrang idea heavy nitong, ano, itong Black Swan. But it's super good and mind-boggling. So, lumipat muna ako sa fiction. I'm currently reading, reading, when I say reading, audiobook to ha. I'm currently okay. reading Battle Royale. Before there was Hunger Games, there was Battle Royale by Koshin Takami. Oh. oh. I've seen the movie, but I haven't read the book. Same, same. Oh. Is it good? The movie? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's good, it's good. Sige, panorin ko after. Ako, I'm reading, uh, the books I'm currently reading right now, Bear Town. Sobrang galing. As in, sobrang galing ng pagkasulat. Ang ganda ng issues. Ang galing ng pag-describe ng character. Sobrang ganda. I would like to thank Joey Gamos for recommending that book. Ganda. Good job, Joey. Next question. <laughs> What's your guilty pleasure read? 
Oh. Okay. Okay, so, sige. Siguro yung sa akin, ano, nitong nakaraan lang, nitong last month siguro, may dinownload akong ano, parang office romance na lesbian fiction. <laughs> eh, hindi siya, ma'am, walang kalalim-lalim yung kwento, as in, landian lang talaga. <laughs> Tapos yung characters nila, perfect. <laughs> as in, walang, Ito, oh. walang anything. As in, pure landian. Yun <laughs> lang. Pag title, may, title. When, ano, when Katie met Cassidy, yun. Well, kinilig ako ng wild. Okay, so, okay, marirecommend ko rin siya. Pero tawan-tawa lang ako kasi purong landian lang talaga siya, ma'am. Carla? Ako yung sa akin, very academic, um, Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> At saka Fifty Shades Darker. <laughs> Nilaban Pero ang ano ah, it's not for literary purpose. Clear naman yung intention ko. Porn lang kung porn. Alam mo, story-wise, wali talaga. Parang, <laughs> the fuck? Pero yun, binasa ko yung two out of three books. Ikaw, Ma'am Shinika? Oh my God, ayaw aminin to. Pero, Twilight. The Twilight series. <laughs> We've been tayo so, nung high school. I know. Like, hmm. wouldn't you want to be with a vampire? Mga klasiko kaya nun, di nagla-lunch, di kumakain para lang magtipid bumili ng ano, Twilight series. Diba? <laughs> diba? Okay. Okay. Again, round one tayo. Round one of two. <laughs> okay. Book recommendations round one. I'll go first. Go. Ang top reco ko, actually yun din yung most reread book ko rin, which is Essentialism by Greg McEwan. For me, ito yung book na isa sa may pinaka malaking positive impact sa akin as a person. If not, may pinaka malaking positive impact sa akin as a person. Basically, it steered my path to prioritizing what's really essential and important to me. Nireiterate dito na bullshit yung mga concept ng the more, the better, yung glorification of busy, yung paramihan ng hustle, spreading yourself too thin, Superman syndrome. Because in the end, we have to ask, did we really build and protect something that is meaningful to us, that is important to us? Pinapaintindi sa atin na, yes, conditioned kasi tayo to please everyone all the time, to take on every responsibility that is given to us, thinking that it adds value to our worth as human beings. And we get praised for it. We take pride in it just to get exhausted and burned out. And then in the end, parang when we look back sa lives natin, anong sense ng lahat ng yun? <laughs> Ang dami niyang naituro sa akin isa sa mga pinag-stick sa akin is the concept of trade-off. Na sa bawat yes na binibigay mo sa mga bagay na hindi naman ganun ka-importante sa iyo, that's an automatic no to the things that are important and essential and meaningful to you. So, trade-off siya. Every time you say yes to something, we say no to a thousand other things. So, we have to say yes carefully sa mga bagay na karapat-tapat pagtuunan ng time, attention, and energy. Kasi our time, attention, and energy are finite. Hindi siya unlimited. So we have to budget and allocate them well. Well, in my case, sobrang nakatulong to sa akin kasi nung na-pinpoint ko na kung ano yung field of highest contribution ko, then I was able to say no 
to the many other stuff that I, I kept on ano, on saying yes to. Kasi before, may pagka-jack of all trades ako. So at the same time, I would edit a project, I would shoot, I would write, I would do something else. Tapos nung narealize ko kung saan yung pinaka may impact akong nagagawa or at least yung pinaka fulfilling for me. Nung nag-start na ako mag-sino sa mga lesser important things, sobrang ironic niya kasi it's when I said no the most, doon ako pinaka naging productive. Doon ako nag-start mag-build nung career or nung purpose na malapit talaga sa puso ko. So, I'm thanking this book for that. I think mas magagamit natin tong konsepto ng essentialism or prioritizing what's essential kung alam na natin kung ano yung values natin tsaka yung purpose natin. Because if we don't know what our values are and we if, if we haven't figured out yet what our purpose is, wala tayong legit na basihan or criteria kung ano ba yung essential, kung saan tayo dapat mag-yes at ano yung mga nang sa sidetrack lang sa atin. So, important thing to note din yun. I learned all of these through this book, Essentialism. It's not super easy to accept and digest kasi nga sa decades of conditioning natin sa hustle culture, di ba? So, ano siya, very humbling tsaka wake-up call sa akin tsaka sa marami pang mga kaibigan kong nakabasa na nung, nung libro. This book taught me how to consistently and constantly examine my intention. Kung yung intention ko ba sa gagawin kong to aligned dun sa purpose ko, dun sa values ko. Hindi siya madali or hindi siya light thing to do, pero it's super worth it. Okay, parang na-excite na akong basahin siya. Kasi during this pandemic, parang mapapaisip ka, magtatrabaho ko during a crisis. Pero ano ang role nitong ginagawa kong project na to? In the greater scheme of things. Ngayon, every job opportunity that I see, parang gusto kong kunin. Ay, may editing job. Ganito ko kunin ko. Ay, may writing job ko kunin ko. Parang lahat gusto kong kunin. Kasi natatakot ako na, fuck, what if I don't get new projects anymore? Legit naman. Because, oh, le- legit yeah. naman yung concern na yun. Sure. Yeah, yun. Pero maganda siyang basahin. Ngayon, para din malinawan ako na, uh, really, gusto mo ba talagang kunin yan? Or, or, or kinukuha mo lang ba talaga? Dahil nagpapanik ka ngayon. I will give that book a try. Yes. And I think maganda yung pinoint out mo na very timely siya. Kasi narealize ko mga momshi, what's happening right now, this crisis, this pandemic, this global thing, mass disruption, it's inevitably changing us, transforming us as a species, as a community, as a society, as individuals. So, whether we like it or not, we're transforming. So, might as well, as we are transforming, maganda na meron tayong guide on how to transform for the better. And I think this book, or at least yung mga tinuturo ng book na to, ay sobrang legit at solid na guide on how to transform for the better. Yon, Kayo, mga memshi. So, uh, a first book recommendation ko. I mostly read fiction. So, fiction yung i-recommend ko. So, ang title nitong book is Good Omens. <laughs> you made me read that. <laughs> Ay, natapos mo na to? Oh, last year. Okay. Ang full title niya is Good Omens, The Nice and Accurate Prophecies of Agnes Nutter. Which? Ang author nito ay si Neil Gaiman, my favorite, and si Terry Pratchett. It's a funny take on the apocalypse. So, 
novel siya na meron. No, novel? Tama ba? Yung pagkakasabi ko. Novel siya na merong angels. Novel. Novel siya <laughs> na merong angels, demons, witches, witch hunters, mga satanic nuns, um, hellhounds, mga ganyan. It sounds kind of dark, but it's actually very funny. Medyo dark humor, pero funny. So, ang plot niya is si Crawley. He's a devil. Tapos, naatasan siya na yung Antichrist ay dalhin sa mundo para maghasik ng lagim. At ma, eh na nga, matapos na yung mundo natin, no? yung apocalypse. Pero nagkamali siya ng pinagdalan ng baby. So, sa maling pamilya na na-deliver yung baby na yun. So, dun pala. He only so, had one pala, job. He had one job. Tapos, it turns out, itong si Crawley, siya rin pala yung snake sa Garden of Eden. So, siya yung nag-tempt kay Eve. So, ganun na siya katanda na na devil. So, so sa present time daw, magugunaw na raw ang mundo. So, unang unang task pa lang ng pagunaw ng mundo ay nagkamali-mali na si Koya. Tapos, meron siyang kasama na angel si Aziraphil. Aziraphil. I don't know how to say it. Aziraphil. I think so, tama. Ayun. So, nag-usap silang dalawa na parang, gusto mo ba magunaw yung mundo? Tapos, parang si, si Crowley napaisip siya ng hmm, parang komportable naman yung life ko dito sa Earth. Parang gusto ko nga ba mag-una yung mundo. So, parang everyone's um, questioning their jobs, ganyan. Tapos, so sa Apocalypse, merong four horsemen. I don't know if you read the Bible. Chare! Of course! <laughs> <laughs> meron daw four horsemen. So, nagigising na yung four horsemen. Ready na sila para gunawin yung mundo natin, ganyan. Pero, nawawala nga yung Antichrist. Kasi hindi nga siya mahanap ni Crowley. So, ayan na. Yung end of the world is next Saturday na daw. So, fucked up na yung apocalypse natin. So, yun yung, yun yung kwento niya. It's so funny. Pero, marami siyang themes and takeaways. Limbawa, nature versus nurture. So, si Adam, yun yung name ng Antichrist. Dahil, hindi siya napunta dun sa satanic nuns. Hindi siya napalaki ng assigned family to him. He grew up in a normal family. He grew up to have friends. Nung nalaman niya na siya yung Antichrist, parang siya, hmm, gusto ko bang gunawin yung mundo? Eh, masasama yung friends ko. He is the son of the devil. That's his nature. But he was nurtured by a regular family. Mapapakasyon ka na parang, oh nga no, ganun kalaking effect ng nature versus nurture. Also, pinag-uusapan din nila yung pagiging religious. Nakakatawa kasi si Crowley, medyo ayaw niya sa mga satanic devil worshippers. Ano ba yan? Creepy. So, parang parang mga super fans. Ganun yung dating sa kanya. Mm-hmm. siya sa mga religious people, considering angel and devil sila. And since matanda na sila, yung angels and devil, they were also talking about how humanity has evolved through the centuries. And mm-hmm. parang sometimes people are more evil than him, the devil. Mm. Parang nagbigay siya ng example. Yeah. Nag-uusap sila ng angel. para sabi niya, yung Spanish Inquisition, yung pagsakop ng mga ibang tao, pagpatay ng mga hindi mm-hmm. kasyano, hindi naman daw yung seed na dinrap ng devil. Parang yung mga tao yung nag-isip nun on their own. So parang, <laughs> mm, sometimes these humans are more evil than we are. So parang, exceeding expectations. Ako, Correct. It also talks about world issues, yung four horsemen. Yung four horsemen, they come in the form of war, famine, pollution, yung isa pestilence, o yung pagkakaroon ng sakit ng maraming tao. Parang ganito. It's one of the four horsemen. <laughs> I know. Nakakaloka. 
Pero yun, so ang cute na pinag-usapan din nila yung mga world issues and all that amidst the very dark humor. Ang cute pa kasi yung Antichrist bata, 7 years old? 11. 11 years old. Ay, 11 pala. 11, 11. pala. Oh. <laughs> Tapos nakakatawa kasi pag lumaki na yung Antichrist, meron siyang hellhound. Na yun yung kasama niyang magko-conquer ng mundo. Ganyan. So, di ba, pag sabing hellhound, nakakatakot yung itsura, monster, <sighs> Pero dahil baby boy siya, pinangalan na niya yung hellhound ng dog. So, si dog, cute-cute dog na. <laughs> so, yun yung hellhound niya. Pero mapapa-examine ka na parang, hmm, what is good and evil? Parang gano'n. So, it's good. Very entertaining. True, true. Dahil dyan, dinownload ko na. Agad-agad. <laughs> Para pala siya, ma'am, si ano, um, cute version ng Nightwatch. Kung oh, alam mo. Yung mga magic yung, magic. Yung light oh, sa dark. Ayun. Fashion cute version. Ayun. So, yung book ko naman is The Power Paradox, How We Gain and Lose Influence by Dr. Keltner. Bakit ko ba siya gusto? Feeling ko kasi nasagot niya yung tanong in my head na bakit may mga tao, most especially leaders, na as they gain more power, parang mas nagiging wala silang kwenta. May kilala akong ganyan. <laughs> To put it simply, bumababa yung level ng empathy nila. So, yung lagi nating naririnig na, oy nagbago na yan. Yung mga ganun, or, or kahit sa relationship na, hindi, hanggang sa simula lang yan. Kasi parang, power dynamics are everywhere. Sa kahit anong type ng relationship. So, it's important na malaman natin saan nagkakaroon ng problema, bakit nag-iiba yung people kapag they feel more powerful. Niredefine din ni Dr. Keltner kung anong ibig sabihin ng power. Kasi, Power for him is one's ability to create a positive change in other people's lives. Hindi siya yung usual definition ng power na parang one's ability to attain kung ano mang gusto mong bagay na makuha sa kahit anong paraan na kailangan mo. And for him, power is not grabbed. It's freely given by people. So you're only truly powerful when other people see you as powerful. Maraming ano, may series of experiments, pero magme-mention na lang ako ng isa. Dun sa isang experiment niya is, for example, ako, may papel ako sa naoko, sa noo ko, tapos mayroong person sa harap ko. Tapos, so, pinoy-hendo pala to. <laughs> pero blanco ah, blanco. Tapos meron, okay, ako mar- okay. mar- meron ako marker. Ang instruction is, write the letter E na mababasa ng kaharap mo. So, those people who consider themselves powerful, sinulit nila yung E sa kung paano nila makikita. So, ang nakikita nung sa harap niya ay baliktad na E. Those people who, who feel powerful, hindi nila kinoconsider kung ano yung nakikita ng ibang tao. Kasi ang, ang mas importante sa kanila is yung point of view nila. So, sinulat nila yung E na sila yung makakaintindi. So, pag, yung sa kaharap nila, baliktad na E yung nakikita. Pero those people who consider themselves kind of powerless, sinulat nila yung E na mababasa ng tama nung taong nasa harap nila. So, tamang direction. Another observation nila is, extension ng dalawang researchers sa isang intersection, tapos they observe na yung cars na mas mahal ay mas sila yung nagbe-break ng rules. Tapos mas sila yung hindi nagpapadaan sa pedestrians compared to those cars na saktong sakto lang yung value, hindi ganun kamahalan. I think na-encounter ko yung research na yan, yung study na yan sa isang TED Talk. Yung title niya was something like, Does Money Make You Mean? 
something like that. So guys, alam niyo na po kung bakit ang mabait naming tao. <laughs> Ihingi po sana kami. Charot. Ang koting ayuda. <laughs> Ay, ayaw po ni Nancy Villar. Ay, Nancy Villar. Ano pangalan ni Villar? Nancy Ay, baka si Dayan ang may ayaw. Dayan? Nancy nga ba si Villar? Nancy B na yun eh. Ay, Cynthia. Napag-Cynthia. Cynthia Villar. Napag-alala natin yung mga... Huwag daw tayong bigyan ng pera kasi may trabaho naman daw tayo. Ayun, isa pa. Ayun ako, nasulsula ni Diane yan. Isa pa, <laughs> na, dun sa study nila, nalaman din nila na yung people na mas onti yung resources, mas sila yung willing magbigay ng mas marami. Oh my gosh. Can I just share something? Go. Mm-hmm. Alam mo, sobrang tama yan. Meron kasi, yung friend ko, si Joey Gamos kanina, yung nag-recommend ng Bear Town na libro. Meron silang initiative ngayon yung um, tara, tulong tayo. So, tinutulungan nila yung mga workers na no work, no pay ngayong quarantine. So, yung iba daw, sobrang grateful na natulungan sila. Binigyan nila Joey ng 1,000 yun yung donation. Binabalik pa daw nung tao yung like 20 pesos, 30 pesos kasi gusto daw nila na makatulong pa sa iba na kagaya nila na no work, no pay na parang oh my god 1,000 na nga lang yung na-donate sa kanila sineshare pa nila yung 20 pesos kasi daw meron pang ibang matutulungan so parang galing ba diba? I'm sure naman hindi natin ma-equate yung poverty to being a good person and it's not fair to equate powerlessness to being a good person just as it's not fair to equate power with being a bad person. Pero very interesting na ina-explain mo nga, Isol, tsaka dun sa book na power plays a part into molding us into something else that maybe we were not before that. Yeah, yeah. Kasi feeling powerful, syempre it's a nice feeling. And when we feel good, we do everything we can para masustain yung nararamdaman natin yun, di ba? So ang ginagawa ng people, kapag nakuha na nila yung power na yun, nahihirapan na silang i-let go. Nalilimutan na nila yung qualities na nagdala sa kanila doon sa position of power. So, ang nangyayari, mm. if, if power is freely given, it can be taken away by the people then. And how do they do that? Pwedeng less compliance. Pangalawa is gossip. Tapos, kapag nangyari yon, if hindi sila aware na para mag-injure yung power nila, is pairali nila yung empathy at ibalik yung focus sa iba, it's inevitable. Babagsak yung power. Eventually, bababa rin sila. Okay, na-discuss na natin yung powerful. Pero how about those people who feel powerless? Sino ba yung alam natin usually powerless? Um, the poor? Um, the bullied? Uh, maybe those in toxic relationships? Kasi may power dynamics din dun eh. Sobrang tinde ng epekto ng powerlessness sa people. Because when you feel powerless, antende ng stress. Lagi kang naka-fight or flight. And alam naman natin kung anong epekto ng chronic stress sa buhay natin, ba? Diba? And since stress, antende ng effect nun sa immune system. So literally, powerlessness kills. So anlala lang talaga nung, nung epekto ng power. So tama ba, Mom she, na kaya siya tinawag na power paradox kasi you get power or people give you power for the likable traits that you have. But the more power that you have, you tend to lose those traits that gave you power in the first place. Mismo. <laughs> okay. Kaya siya power paradox. Question. So, ang 
Kasama ba sa mga point ng libro is to not be powerful or gusto lang niyang maging aware tayo sa mga cautionary tales or sa mga pwedeng mangyari that comes with power. So yun, ang sabi is to really find the perfect balance. Ang sabi is finding a balance between the gratification of your own desires and yung focus mo sa ibang tao. Kasi syempre, hindi, hindi naman siya pwedeng para lang sa ibang tao. Hindi rin siya pwedeng para lang sa'yo. So you have to find that sweet spot. And you know, don't let things get to your head. Tulad ng maraming bagay. <laughs> Good. Marami ring ano, marami ring recommendations ang ating social media followers and podcast listeners. Unahin natin yung ano, yung non-fiction section. First from Carla Lardizabal. Essentialism. Balita ko maganda to. <laughs> My next recommendation is from Mara Marasigan. Hidden Figures. Akayak yung movie. So the book is probably good. Ah, it's a book and it's a movie. Yeah. Yes. Ito Start with why. Reco ni Glow in the Dark sa IG stories natin. Simon Sinek mm. ba yan? Nabasa ko na rin to. Yeah, okay. Simon Sinek to. Okay, yung book na yan. Next is 12 Rules of Life by Jordan Peterson. Ito, yung next book reco from Chelsea. Ang IG handle niya ay flrqb.chels. Ang reco niya is Grip, yung kay Angela Duckworth. Marami pang recommendations. We'll spread them out throughout the episode. So, antayin nyo lang yung other recommendations. Alright. Let's go to round, round two. two. Round two of book recommendations. Round two. My second top reco. I, Stumbling on Happiness by Daniel Gilbert. By Tito Dan Gilbert. It's about decision making. How to make better decisions to ensure our happiness or... At least man lang, increase our odds of stumbling on happiness. Ang point kasi neto ni Dan Gilbert, ni Tito Dan Gilbert, hanapin niyo rin yung mga TED Talk niya, ang fun ng mga TED Talk niya. Cute na Tito neto. Ayan. Ang point kasi niya, we humans are so bad at predicting what will make us happy. Kasi may dalawang bagay that makes us so bad in predicting our own happiness. First, Tayong mga tao, humans are so bad at remembering how we felt in the past. More or less, we remember feeling how we now think we should feel in the past. So, pag minanarate ulit natin sa sarili natin yung mga nangyari, kung ano yung sa tingin natin ngayon na dapat nating maramdaman dati, yun yung pinaproject natin, nire-reconstruct natin yung storya sa utak natin. So, if we think right now, na we felt sorry for a certain person, akala natin that's really how we felt in the past. Kahit na, in reality, we hated that person at that time. Okay? We're bad at remembering how we felt. Simple ano lang. Ito, hindi niya to example, pero na-apply ko sa buhay ko. Kung tulad ko kayo, there are times when we keep on ordering the same item in a particular restaurant, tapos pag kinakain na natin, tsaka natin maaalala na, eh shit, ayoko nga pala nito. Ayoko nga pala nung timpla nila. But we forgot. We forgot that we don't like that item nga pala. Sa maliit na bagay lang yan, ha? imagine mo kung gano'n ka-fail yung mga decision natin based on remembering how we felt in the past. Second thing that makes us so bad in predicting how happy we will feel is that we humans are also bad at predicting 
the future. Kasi ang ina-assume natin, yung factors na nag-play out right now, the factors in play right now are exactly the same factors that will play a role in the future. So we cannot imagine beyond what we know right now. So napaka ano kulang if not faulty nung basis natin sa maraming decision making moments natin sa buhay. So kung yan yung two things na pinagbabasihan natin ng mga importanteng decision natin and we kind of suck at both, how then can we make better decisions to increase our odds of stumbling on happiness? Ang pinapropose ni Dan Gilbert, di ko maalala kung ito lang eh, pero ito yung isa sa main proposition niya na based on research, based on studies, replicated and all, proven, ang sinasabi niya, very effective yung method of surrogation. Surrogation meaning we observe or ask people who are in that particular situation right now if they are happy or not. So for example, hindi tayo makapag-decide pa kung gusto natin mag-abroad or hindi. So, ang gagawin natin, magtatanong tayo sa iba't ibang mga tao na nandun na sa bansang yun. Uy, masaya ka ba sa naging desisyon mo? Tapos, kung ano yung consistent na lumalabas na sagot, i-consider natin yon. Not necessarily as solid hard truth, pero it should play a huge part in our decision making. Nung pinapakinggan ko yon, medyo nagre-resist ako dun sa idea eh. So, pinapakinggan. Iniisip ko pa lang, sinasagot na ni Dan Gilbert. Sabi ni Dan Gilbert, yeah, instinctively, we will resist that idea kasi we love to think that we're unique individuals, that we're different from all the rest. Pero sabi niya, visit nga eh, sabi niya, if there's one thing consistent about the average human being is that he assumes that he is above average. So the average human being thinks that he's above average, that he's different, that he is unique. Pero point niya is, kaya nga nakakagawa ng mga sociological research, ng mga psych experiments, nakakapag-generate ng mga theory at natitest sila with replicability is because we humans are more similar than we'd like to believe. Kaya very legit yung method of surrogation kasi we share more similarities sa psyche natin, sa experiences natin, sa tendencies natin, more than differences. In reaction to that, meron kaming, kasi favorite namin ni Sheena, yung barkada ko na psych, tutuwa kami pareho kay Dan Gilbert. So, ang own input namin dito, knowing nga yung limitations namin, limitation ng human mind to remember how we felt in the past, is that we take note of how we feel right now. So, it can be journaling or digitally taking down notes para maging antidote siya dun sa tendency natin to misremember what we felt in the past. So dahil meron kaming legit record na last year, ito yung naramdaman namin towards that same person. When we look back and when our minds right now try to tell us na, oh, that person, yeah, okay naman kayo, masaya naman kayo when you're together. Pero pag tinignan namin yung notes namin na, I feel like shit. <laughs> So, meron kami solid, ano, solid proweba, no? may past self actually recorded na hindi okay yung interaction nyo before. So, malaking, ano yan, malaking life hack. Try nyo rin. Tama, di ba? Sobrang tricky ng memories. Kasi nag-iiba siya sa hindi yes. natin naalala. Ano siya, ma'am? It's basically how our minds reconstruct what happened. Tapos, sa bawat reconstruct natin, 
sa bawat remember natin, i-store ulit natin siya so iba na yung form niya. The next time we remember, it's another reconstruction of how we remembered naman. Mm-hmm. So panibagong version na naman yon. Mm-hmm. So how we remember is not as is dun sa nangyari talaga. Oh. Yun lang yung interpretation natin at that moment of remembering nga, not at the moment that it happened. Okay. True, Yun. true. Who next? Okay, so ang um, second book recommendation ko is Drive by Daniel H. Pink. So ang buong title, yung mahabang title niya is Drive, The Surprising Truth About What Motivates Us. Sabi ni, sabi ni Daniel, ano ba, ni Pink? <laughs> Pag si Pink yung ano, <laughs> yung singer. <laughs> sabi ni Daniel, meron tayong three types ng motivation. Motivation 1.0 is, well, ayan, yung hunger, yung uh, for survival. Uh, second motivation is rewards and punishments. Well, that worked, pero not anymore. Kasi yung tasks, meron siyang sinabi, tasks can either be algorithmic or heuristic. So yung algorithmic task is, ito yung task na paulit-ulit mo lang ginagawa. Um, manual, non? Routine? Yeah. Routine, routine and manual. Mm-mm. So yung rewards and punishments, that can work with those tasks. Pero sa panahon kasi ngayon, karamihan ng tasks is nagko-fall under heuristic. As in, kailangan ng creativity, decision-making. Creativity meaning problem, yeah, problem-solving, problem solving. decision-making. Yes, oo. So yung rewards and punishments, hindi na siya nag-work. So karamihan ng businesses sa panahon ngayon, hindi nakaka-keep up. Kasi ang sinusunod pa rin nilang uh, way of motivating their employees or people in general, how we motivate ourselves is through rewards and punishments. But it doesn't work anymore. Kasi nga, kadalasan ng work ngayon ay very heuristic. Saka iba na rin what motivates people. Yung motivation 2.0 is very extrinsic. As in monetary rewards, mga ganun. Yung motivation 3.0 is intrinsic. Yung sinasabi ni Daniel na, bagong type ng motivation. It has three elements. First is autonomy. Next is mastery. And third is purpose. Dun sa autonomy, kaya ang dami ng companies na wala ng 8 to 5 ngayon. For example, companies like Google, Facebook, wala silang fixed schedule. Output-based sila. Ang tinatawag dun is ROWE. May tinatawag sila dun ROW. Parang results only workplace environment. Uh, next is mastery. People want to get better at something that matters to them. So, yung mga bagay talaga na importante sa kanila, hindi lang, alam mo yun, finifeed sa kanila, hindi lang, hindi pinipilit sa kanila. Third is purpose. So, hindi na rin nag-work yung parang papasok ka lang dahil wala lang. Trip mo lang. <laughs> alam mo yun, so, kailangan mm-hmm. alam mo yung why ng company nyo. Yung why ng mismong trabaho mo. And that your work contributes to a, to a bigger cause. Kasi nga, medyo bago-bago lang kasi yung Motivation 3.0. Kasi nung parang in, nung industrial revolution, dun pumasok yung motivation 2.0, rewards and punishments. Kasi ganun yung trabaho nun eh. Ulit-ulit lang eh, no? Yeah, ulit-ulit lang. Pero dito nang pumasok na na kailangan ng creativity, decision making, mm-hmm. hindi na siya nag-work. Yeah. So, kailangan maingat sa paggamit ng rewards. Kasi, Mm-mm. kapag reward-driven, rewards-driven lahat na lang ng ginagawa sa office, Ibig sabihin, hindi ginagawa ng people yung trabaho nila dahil gusto nila. Alam mo yun? Dahil, dahil lang may reward. Um, okay lang naman yun. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that except for it's not sustainable. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Saka, nag-iiba kasi yung motivation ni. Eh. 
parang rewards can be used, pero sinasabi nila na dapat hindi anticipated yung reward. Hindi, sige, huwag monetary rewards, pero nag-work lang to kapag na-meet yung basic needs, ha? Hindi yung sobrang baba na ng sweldo mo. Nagiging mas delix lang yung more monetary rewards kapag yung pinakakailangan naman ay na-provide na. So, yun lang yung siguro sa Philippine setting, yun lang yung mag- magkakaroon ng problema, eh. Kasi to begin with, ang baba na nga ng sweldo, right? So, yun. Before <laughs> mapunta tayo dun sa part na motivation 3.0, kailangan yung employers ma-provide muna nila yung, yung tamang benefits, tamang sweldo. I-clarify ko lang, kasi kanina nabanggit mo yung extrinsic reward tsaka intrinsic reward. Correct me if I'm wrong. Ang pagkaintindi ko kasi dun sa dalawang yun, extrinsic reward is a reward that comes after. Na, okay, gagawin ko to. Pero yung fulfillment ko, naka-anchor dun sa makukuha ko after. I'm gonna run this race. Pero yung fulfillment ko, makukuha ko pag sinabitan ako ng medal, ng finisher's medal. Yeah. As opposed to intrinsic reward, you do something for the joy of doing it. I'm running kasi ang sarap tumakbo, ang true. sarap sa pakiramdam, may medal man o wala. True, true. And we're not saying that one reward is better than the other. Yun nga lang, merong mga job or may mga task na ang nag-work is extrinsic. May mga job, specifically creatives, decision-making, juristic, na ang nag-work is intrinsic reward. So yun. So effective talaga siya na magkaroon yung ng people ng I mean, autonomy, mastery, and purpose sa ginagawa nila. So yun. Actually, yun naman yung motivation. <laughs> Yan naman na yung book recommendation ko. Alright. Okay. So, my second recommendation, personal book recommendation is Animal Farm by George Orwell. Nabasa niyo na ba to? Naririnig ko lang, ma'am. Nagigita ko lang. Nabasa ko. Yeah. Parang siya 1984. Parang ganun, pero hindi. Basta yung same theme. Anyway. So, it was written by George Orwell. It's, it's an allegory about the Russian Revolution. But it takes place in a farm, and all the characters are animals. So, yeah. What? How cute! What? The... Yes, okay. pigs. Ganyan. Pigs, horses, ducks, <laughs> chickens. Ah, uh, ganyan. Yes. Pero seryoso yung theme niya, kasi tungkol sa Russian Revolution. So the the animals there talk, talk and walk, talk like humans. Pero meron parin silang mga animal traits. So yun yung just so you can imagine what it feels like. Well, when I was reading this, I didn't know that it was about the Russian Revolution. Pero nakarelate pa rin ako. I'll tell you why later. Okay. So, okay. So it starts out with, I'll just give you a short synopsis of what's what's happening inside the animal farm. So si, merong pig doon, si Old Major. So meron siyang dream na, Ang napanaginipan daw niya, the, all the animals in the farm are living a happy life. Hindi sila oppressed ng farmer. Tapos nagpa-meeting siya dun sa mga animals na parang, ito ang mga kailangan nating gawin para makita tayo sa paradise. Para mas maging okay na lugar itong animal farm. So, kinuwento niya yun. But after a few days, namatay bigla si Old Major. So, wala na yung parang leader na merong dream and ideals na nagsabi sa kanila. Tapos, yung farmer, dun sa lugar na yon lasinggero. So, dahil lasing-lasing siya nung isang beses, hindi niya napakain yung animals for two days. 
And kagaya nga ng sabi ni Carla sa isa nating episode, what happens kapag ginuguto mo ang mga tao? Pagkakaroon <laughs> ng revolusyon. Mm. Um, pati so, pala yung mga hayop. <laughs> exactly. So, ayan. So, nag-revolusyon yung mga animals and they overthrew the farmer. I forgot the name of the farmer. So, in-overthrow nila yung farmer. Tapos, merong dalawang pigs na nag-rise into the occasion, becoming leaders of the farm. So, yun si Snowball at saka si Napoleon. Yun yung pangalan ng farm. Sobrang cute pa din. <laughs> Sobrang cute pa rin. Pero, wait. <laughs> so, yun. Tapos, pinalitan na nila yung pangalan ng farm. Pinangalan na nila Animal Farm. Hindi na yung name ng farmer. Tapos, meron silang mga commandments. May seven commandments sila na yun yung susundin daw nila para maging okay yung farm nila. Bibigyan ko lang kayo ng ibang, tatlong example ng commandment. One is, no animal shall wear clothes. No animal shall sleep in a bed. No animal shall drink alcohol. So, example lang yun. Tsaka may isa, all animals are equal. So, pantay-pantay daw lahat ng animals. Ganyan. Okay. So, no umpisa, okay naman yung society. Ganyan-ganyan. Pero, eventually, Nagkakaroon na ng power struggle between the two pigs, si Napoleon at saka si Snowball. So, si Snowball ay, sorry, ang, yeah. <laughs> So, yun. So, ang tawag sa philosophy pala na yun, sorry, dun sa commandments and everything, animalism yung tawag nila. So, anyway. Hanggang sa eventually, mapapansin mo na sa story na parang, hmm, medyo nalalasing na sa power tong dalawang pigs na to, lalo na si Napoleon. Ganyan. Eventually, natutulog na sila sa bed na kasama sa command. Ben, sa isabi, huwag matulog sa bed na huwag magsuot ng clothes. Eventually, makita mo yung pigs. They're acting like the humans na. Um, <laughs> may alam akong mga clothes. ganyan eh. Ay, may alam akong mga ganyan. Ma'am, nagsiset ng law? Nagsiset Ay, ng law kasi sila mismo yung nag-violate? Naku! Bosh! Naku, yan na yan! Yan na yan yun! <laughs> Tapos, diba, sabi, huwag daw magiging lasting gero kagaya ng humans. Don't get drunk. Ayun, ma'am, naglalasing na yung mga baboy. So, ganun yung, ganun yung plot niya. So, parang, huh, these animals are getting drunk with power. So, kagaya nga nang sabi ko, yung last commandment, all animals are equal. Pero dinadagdagan nila, uh, nire-revise nila, ma'am, yung mga commandments. So, isang example is the last commandment, all animals are equal. Dinagdagan na ng pigs. All animals are equal, but some animals are more equal than others. What? So, oh, kanan na. Sobrang, na time, sobrang napapanahon. Sobrang napapanahon. <laughs> kasi, halimbawa, halimbawa sa classroom, bawal lumabas. <laughs> Pero, pag sinabing tag, bawal e, sinabing pa lang lumabas. <laughs> <laughs> so, yun. Parang, alam mo, it reminds me of this soundbite that I just heard recently, no? The law is the law. Pero, mm. <laughs> pero some government officials have made an honest mistake or some officials didn't mean to violate the quarantine, or meron pa ako isang nabasa na masyado daw kasing irreplaceable yung government official na yon. Kaya, What the fuck? Okay lang. Anyway, okay, so... Compassion! So compassion! 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 To, ano, sa mga pigs na nagbaviolate ng commandments. Bibigyan ko lang kayo ng ibang examples ng symbolisms kasi nakakatuwa yung symbolism. So, so si Napoleon, na leader, he uses military force to intimidate other animals. So, meron siyang pack May of dogs. May kilala akong ganyan. May kilala rin akong ganyan. <laughs> yan. So, yung mga dogs, yan. Yun yung mga nang i-intimidate. Sila yung military force. Meron pang isa. Ito si Boxer. He's a horse. Si Boxer, masipag siya. 
okay siya, masipag siya. Tapos, ang motto niya in life ay dalawa lang. Na, mm-hmm. I will work harder. Kapag nahihirapan siya, I will work harder. Okay naman yun. Kasi isa naman niyang motto is, Napoleon is always right. So, May I, mga I, kilala akong ganyan. Wow! <laughs> Siya na nga yung set sabi ko. Marami kang makikilala. Napoleon Death Squad. Yan! NDS. <laughs> so, si Boxer. Siya yung kahit anong kaabusuhan na yung ginagawa sa kanya ni Napoleon. Eh, okay lang. Susundin ko pa rin. Susundin ko pa rin si bossing Napoleon. Isa pa. Ito naman si Squealer or Squaler. I forgot. So, isa, isa rin siyang pig. Tapos, ang ginagawa niya, nagsispread siya ng gossip, ng lies, ng false statistics and false information. May kilala akong ganyan. Oh, may kilala rin akong ganyan. Wow! <laughs> Tapos, eto. Merong goat. Nga natin yung, ano, i-mass report nga natin yung page niya. <laughs> eto, eto. Last, last two characters na lang ng mga Sige. matitikman niyo dun sa libro na yon Si Muriel at saka si Clover. So, yung si Muriel ay isang goat at si Clover ay isang horse. So, sila yung mga napapansin nila na, hmm, parang lumalabag ng batas itong mga baboy na to. So, si Muriel, siya lang kasi marunong magbasa. So, siya yung, siya yung nagbabasa ng commandments. Binabasa na kay Clover. Tapos si Clover parang, hmm, parang mali ito ah. So, medyo sila yung animals na nag-iisip na ng, hmm, walk there's something walk na sila. wrong. Yes. At meron pang isa. Ito, favorite ko to. Si Benjamin. He's a donkey. Mm. Hindi siya kumbinsido dito sa animalism. Dito sa rebellion mm. na nangyari. So, siya yung mm. continuously nag-iisip kung tama nga ba itong kinalalagyan niya. So, yun yung mga examples mm. ng characters na ma-encounter ma- ninyo sa Animal Farm. It's actually a short, short book. It's entertaining to read. I read this back in 2015. So, medyo matagal na. And ito yung description na silulat ko after I read it. It reminds me of martial law stories that I've read, heard, and watched. Power-hungry politicians take advantage of their position in society by driving away good leaders and keeping the citizens ignorant, confused, and distracted with propaganda. Itong story na to, it was about the Russian Revolution. It was about the farm. Pero nakarelate pa rin ako sa Pinoy na nakatira sa ganitong time. So, it's, it just shows na abuse of power anywhere in the world or in any century. It's universal. It's universal. Exactly. So, Animal Farm is my second recommendation for this episode. Mm-hmm. Speaking of recommendations, <laughs> hindi lang tayo ang may recommendations. So, we also gathered book recommendations from our friends and listeners on IG and Facebook. From Mara Marasigan. Ito mga fiction fiction naman to. From Mara Marasigan, she recommended Murder on the Orient Express. Next, we have Smaller and Smaller Circles, recommended by Rose Ann Balo. Um, si Heat Shock Protein 60 on Instagram. Si Kathy, ang kanyang nirecommend ay Pride and Prejudice. A classic. Ito naman, Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. Um, recommended... <laughs> Yeah, recommended mm-hmm. by Coach Tony Saison. May, so, may movie ba nito? May movie yata niyan eh. Meron ba? Actually, I think may movie niyan. Pride mm-hmm. and Prejudice. Smaller and Smaller Circles. Tsaka Murder on the, the Orient Express. True. May mga movie yan. Alam mo, sign yon na maganda yung libro. 
if they want to turn it Totoo. into a movie. <laughs> Pansin ko lang, ha? Tignan mo ang Twilight, tsaka Fifty <laughs> Oh my God! Don't use those examples! <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Pero guilty pleasure read naman kasi. Sana yung akin din, no? Magkaroon ng film. <laughs> Finlandian na yun. Finlandian. Okay. I-petition mo. Charot. <laughs> okay. Ito, recommend, more recommendations from uh, our listeners. Machines Like Us. Recommended to ni Alvin mm-hmm. Zeke Emanuel. And Her Body and Other Parties. Recommended to ni Akina, my teammate. Recommended ni Alina ko, The Midnight Plan of the Repo Man. It rhymes. Ooh. Thank you very much for sending us your book recommendations. Siyempre pa. Guys, di lang ano nga, mga book addicts kami. Mukha bang matatahimik ang kaluluwa namin kung tagdadalawang books lang yung irereko namin, di ba? So ito, ipipilit namin. Ipipilit okay. namin na mag-recommend ng more books. Pero, tagtatan seconds lang. Okay. Oh, okay, sige, ako sige, muna sige. ah. Wait lang, ito. Okay. ko pag-game na. Timer starts. Okay. Now, lahat ng books ni Yuval Noah Harari, so Sapiens, Homo Deus, 21 Lessons for the 21st Century, Mindset by Carol Dweck, 10% Accurate by Don Harris, and Conscious by Anna Harris. Pota, not following rules. You are like Napoleon. Choppy! You didn't follow no, the law. command. The law is the law, Carla. Ay, pwede na palang lumagpas. Ay, hindi. <laughs> lumagpas. <laughs> okay. Okay. Next, Azel, look sa screen ah. Follow instructions ah. Oo. Okay. <laughs> Choppy kasi sa akin. <laughs> Walang excuses dito. Okay, okay. Timer. Start. Ah, kamba naman to. A blindfold by Siri. Ha- Ay. Wait, sorry, five sorry. minutes. Sorry, oh, but naging five minutes. Kaya. May isang five minutes. Some animals are more equal than others. Charot. <laughs> ito na, ito na. Promise, ito na. Okay. One, okay. two, three, go. A blindfold by Siri Hosvet. Ego is the enemy. Oshakil is the way ni Ryan Holiday. The poet ex ni Elizabeth Acevedo. Sige. A Sputnik eh. sweetheart. Haro kay Marakami. Eh. <laughs> okay. Oh, jeez. Si Ma'am Shinika. I'm ready for this. Okay. One, two, three, go. A Thousand Splendid Sons, The Boy in the Striped Pajamas, Book Thief, oh. Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, Ender's Game, Harry stop, Potter. Stop na! Okay. Bawa na magpas. Bawa na magpas. Hindi ko na sabihin yung author kayo na maghanap ng honor. Kaya na nila yan. Kaya na nila yan. There you go, guys. Kung wala pa dun sa mga nabanggit namin yung favorite books ninyo, please let us know what books we ought to read. You can tell us through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. So lahat, nandun kami sa social media platforms na yun. Just message us or comment on the posts about this episode. Our social media handle yeah. is It's an Adult Thing. You can listen to more of our episodes in Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Till next time, friends. Stay safe and sane, especially these times. Thank you, guys, and thank you, mga mamshi. Thank you. This has been Carla. This has been Azel. And Mika, giving you leads on where to learn more about life because... 
It's an adult thing! Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.